It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 29th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In this week's episode, I wanted to dive deeper, BQS listeners, into social media and whether it is your friend or your foe. We are coming back to our usual format of just moi. I shouldn't say just moi because that's uh, well, the word just. Might perhaps we'll do a whole episode on on the meaning of some of the language that we use. However, you've got me today into our into our regular format rather than the interview format that we've had over the last few weeks uh, of our episodes, but. Today, I really wanted to dive into, as I said, social media, whether it is a friend or, a, or our foe. And, and part of the reason why I wanted to jump into this is I think it's part of my own overwhelm and, and frustration, if you like, with, with social media, what it brings into my world, but also then what I see it bringing into my client's world and certainly the people that I know, ironically, that I am connected with over social media is the sort of stresses it can bring into our, into our life and how in some ways it actually, um, what's the right way of putting it, really disempowers us and does hand our, our stress levels over to somebody else. So in this week's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about how it can increase stress and, and how we can get stuck into a compare game and how sometimes it gets us into a state of wanting to keep up with that old saying of the Joneses and, and what they're posting and also talk a little bit about how we can use it for good rather than for, for evil as well because I certainly think there's some positives to social media. Um, I was talking about it to on another forum that I that I run uh, the other day, and I was talking about my love hate relationship with social media. I love it because it allows me to get a regular message out to to you guys um, and to my clients, and it allows me to stay in contact contact I should say on a regular basis with relative ease, which I really really love that side of things. What I don't love so much about social media, from a personal point of view, is is two things. One is is from um, from uh, I guess putting a business hat on for a second is that the need for constant content being put up and also that need of feeling like it needs to be interesting because one of the things that I know I struggle with is my life's actually pretty simple which that is not the struggle that is absolutely by design which you often hear me talk about is living our life by design versus it designing us and so I design my week for its simplicity which means within its simplicity often there's quite a lot of repetition so then it's really interesting because then I find myself having a thought process of, is my life interesting enough? Because I then get stuck into the thought process of, oh, but I don't have anything to put onto whether it's Insta stories or Instagram or onto my Inner Edge Wellness business page or whether it's my Be the Queen of Stress, my Queen of Stress page. All of these different pulls from a, a content point of view and wanting to make sure it's interesting to you guys um, and that it's really not just interesting but adding value to your life. So I find I get quite frustrated with the constant nature of I guess our 24-hour news cycle if you like um, versus actually being able to live life and to be able to live life consciously whilst in it. One of the things that uh, my beautiful partner, my beautiful wife and I uh, often talk about or I guess we, we don't do is when we're sharing time together, it's very rare that we're taking pictures that are getting put onto social media and that's mainly because uh, we, we want to keep that time 
sacred, if you like, and that we're not focusing on what we're meant to be posting versus actually focusing on spending time together. Uh, and I certainly experienced that the other night having dinner with one of my great old friends who's one of my friends from university. And we, we literally, we didn't even have our phones on the table. Our phones were in our bags, our handbags under the table. And, and the freeing nature of that, which might sound crazy, but the freeing nature of that and the, the connection that we actually had on that night and the ability to, to, I guess, traverse multiple different topics quickly was amazing because there were no distractions, whether that was no distractions of taking photos of our food, no distractions of looking stuff up to Google it, um, any of those things because our phones were away and that was something that was very, very positive uh, or at least I found it very, very positive. And on the flip side of that, then the other thing that I see happening all the time, which I see it increasing people's stress level on a regular basis is when we get into that scroll of death, which I talk about, and I know I suffer from it sometimes, when we start scrolling through Facebook and we scroll and we scroll and we scroll and then we realise half an hour later or maybe an hour later that we actually have not stuck our head up from the phone in that half hour, 45 minutes, hour. And really we haven't gained any content, any value from what we've been scrolling through. I find sometimes I want to do that next scroll because surely there's got to be something of interest coming up. Um, But the problem that I see with that regular, I guess, time that we spend watching what everyone else is doing is it's it's inevitable that you get into a compare game. You get into a compare game of, I don't know about you guys, but it seems like everybody else is is constantly on holidays, for example. Um, And it's really, it's almost like, oh, wow, it it, it puts the, the beacon on the fact that perhaps I haven't had a holiday in a while or our last holiday might not have been exciting. And it, it just creates this vacuum a space of, or it could, of discontent versus being very content in the simplicity of what I've got going on. hope this is making sense. Then the next stage of that is you've got the friends that are posting up or then, and when I say friends, I use that term very loosely. When we're talking about Facebook friends or people that you follow on Instagram, you might know them vaguely or you know them because of a virtual life versus a real life connection. And it's, those people that, you know, seem to always have a magical filter, like they've got that halo constantly around their face. Um, and, and again, it's easy to think, oh, wow, they must always look perfect. Guys, let's face it, no one's going to be putting up their crappy photos unless it's for a very specific reason onto Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, any of the other social medias either because at the end of the day, that's not what they want to be projecting out to, to the public. But I I know I sort of go, well, okay, I need to start taking better pictures because their pictures are phenomenal. Or even if it's pictures of food, for example, some of the the professional food bloggers, I mean, you've got to put it into perspective, guys. They've got SLR cameras with full-blown light boxes around them and somebody standing on a table to actually take the photo. So if you're getting into a compare game of, oh, gosh, I can't even take a photo properly, you're really doing yourself a disservice because at the end of the day, um, these people are using professional photography equipment if not our professional photographers themselves or using professional photography to photographers to to get their message out because they're probably marketing something that has to do with um to do with their business so when it comes to as we always talk about each week we want to make sure we've got actionable steps to to make change so i was talking about this as i said on another forum uh, earlier in the week my suggestion to you is this week is Look at 
shifting up how much time you're spending on social media. Now, I realize this is ironic because a lot of you have heard about, say, Be the Queen of Your Stress or some of my other um, projects via social media. I do understand the irony of that. As I said, I have a love-hate relationship with it because traditional forms of media, if you like, are less and less uh, viable to be able to make connection with a broader community. So So there's almost a need to be able to use these platforms. But my suggestion to you is two things this week, your action steps, if you like. Uh, Number one is reduce how much time you're spending each day on social media. I know that perhaps some of you, your sphincters just contracted. But if you're spending, and give yourself an honest mark about this, is just make yourself a note of how long are you spending on social media every day. For some of you, it might be like, no, I'm all over it, Dr. M. Like, seriously, I'm not on it every day. I actually don't even have it on my phone. Um, maybe five minutes I check in. Some of you will be more like, wow, when I actually add it up, it might actually be a couple of hours that I spend sitting, scrolling through various social medias. Whatever that is for you, my suggestion is replace it, add in something that is more healthful to you than actually being on social media whether that's going for a walk with your kids or your husband or your partners, whether it's taking the puppy dog for a walk, whether it's getting to the gym, whether it's just spending time meditating for half an hour, um, whether it's whatever floats your boat, going having a bath but your phone is not in the bathroom. Um, There's lots of different things you can do for, say, 20 minutes, half an hour that can actually be added in instead of being on social media. That's my first suggestion. And then the second suggestion I'd have for your action step this week is actually do a bit of an audit. I know that word sounds so exciting, but an audit of what is it that you are following on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat. Is it just being voyeuristic and looking at other people's life and maybe just ask yourself the question, how is that serving you? Is that adding value to your day or is that taking value out of your day? And being aware of if there's things that are toxic to you that are making you feel sad or that you're getting stuck in that compare game, maybe consider actually unfollowing that for a period of time and seeing if you really miss it. So that's your action steps this week, BQS listeners. Um, Just be mindful of what you're looking at when you are on social media and also maybe looking at, I don't know, it makes me take a deep breath too when I start thinking about getting off social media, is just reducing the amount of time that you are on there each day. And as I said, take an honest look at it because for some of you, you will get a shock of how much time you're actually spending on there. And I know I get caught up on this too and sometimes I will justify it and it's total justification. It is not actually a reason. It's a justification where in the past and even sometimes in the present is I'll, I'll fool myself into thinking that I need to be on it because of, because of my work, because I need to be connected, whether that's for my chiropractic practice, inner edge wellness, or whether that is for um, BQS or whether that's for my Ziva Life Collective project that I have with the beautiful Pauline Nguyen. Um, all of these different things I feel like I need to be connected with. And so I use that as an excuse sometimes to stay on there longer. Not what I'm suggesting is a good thing, just letting you know that I understand how tricky it can be sometimes when we start to make change. But the easiest way to make change is by making sure you're adding good stuff in, not just trying to take out the stuff that you're currently perhaps addicted to. Okay. So 
BQS listeners, my top five, it's a bit exciting, I get to do a top five this week, is my top five is music, uh, is on high rotation via Spotify. This week is I Belong Here by Set Mo. I really like that song. Book, I am back, baby. I am reading again, which is really exciting. I'm reading Rising Strong by Brené Brown, which is so interesting. Um, her book series is is fascinating and I really like the fact it's honest and it's vulnerable and that's actually what she really talks about and, and the theme throughout her books is the the importance of allowing ourselves to be vulnerable and Rising Strong is all about how when we get knocked down, what is it that helps us literally get back to our feet before we then have the success story afterwards. It's really, really interesting. De-stress this week, I literally just came back from a massage and that was awesome. And quote this week is, I love this one. I'm not sure who it's by, so I think it's by Anon, but I'm happy to be corrected. Um, It's definitely not my quote, but I love it. Life is short, break the rules, forgive quickly, kiss slowly, love truly, laugh uncontrollably and never regret anything that made you smile. I just, I love that. I think life is too short to to be stuck by other people's rules. Obviously, please don't break any laws, folks. But when it comes to other people's laws or opinions or judgments is I think sometimes we can allow that to stop us from doing what we know is right in our heart or what our purpose is driving us towards. And thought for this week is, my question to you is, is who are you engaging with? And are you engaging more in person and in real life or more on virtual land? And maybe just see where are the scales tipping as far as that's all concerned. So BQS listeners, spend a little more time this week in real life and see what difference it makes in how you can be the queen over your stress rather than it being the queen over you. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.